God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Am I an addict? Well, let's talk about it. When you drink or use drugs, are you able to control how much you use? Uh, you know, when you start drinking, are you able to stop drinking when you decide to stop? Uh, for me personally, you know, I believe I developed the phenomenon of craving. When I start drinking, I can't stop until the night is over, even though I want to sometimes, you know. Uh, when I set out to drink, I might decide I'm just going to have a few beers and, uh, you know, before the night is over, I've had way more than I anticipated and I might end up somewhere I didn't want to be, uh, sometimes in jail, sometimes at somebody's house I wasn't planning on being at, you know, sometimes putting in other drugs that, you know, I had no plan on doing in the first place. Um, so what is an addict? Uh, so the definition of addiction is this defined as a chronic relapsing disorder characterized by compulsive drug seeking use despite as adverse consequences. So somebody that continues to use despite having negative consequences. So even though your life is starting to fall apart, uh, you continue to use, you know, you're, you've been using for a while and you're starting to you know, see the unmanageability of your life. Maybe you're starting to, you know, have some problems in your relationship. You know, you're putting drugs and alcohol before your relationship. Maybe you're having trouble at work. You're not able to show up on time. Uh, you know, you're not getting as much done as you should. You know, you're not as productive as you should. You're slipping in your schoolwork. You know, you no longer have interest in the things you had interest in before, maybe like sports friendships, you know, things that gave you joy before no longer give you joy. Uh, you know, sometimes we might use even though we don't feel like using um, just because other people are or, you know, we're in a certain place where other people are using and we just use just because it becomes a habit. Um, so that definition of, of using drugs over and over, regardless of the negative consequences, is our definition of an addict. And, uh, you know, we'll go into who isn't an addict. Who is an addict from Narcotics Anonymous? Most of us do not have to think twice about this question. We know our whole life and thinking was centered in drugs in one form or another. The getting and using and finding ways and means to get more. We live to use and use to live. Very simply, an addict is a man or woman whose life is controlled by drugs. We are people in a grip of continuing and progressive illness whose ends are always the same, jails, institutions, and death. And that's where my life of drugs took me. You know, all of my daily waking hours were, you know, designed around the getting and using of more drugs, um, you know, and that's towards the end of addiction. Obviously, it doesn't always start that way. Um, but it's a progressive illness, you know, and, and it always ends up that way. If you're an addict, you know, that's where this road takes us, jails, institutions, and death. Um, you know, if you're lucky, you'll get locked up and, and spend some time incarcerated and have an opportunity to come out clean and sober. You know, if you're lucky, 
you'll make it to a detox. You know, if you're lucky, you'll make it to rehab and have an opportunity to clean your life up and get another chance. Um, but unfortunately, you know, a lot of us don't. Um, I saw a statistic recently that over a million people have died from drug overdoses since 2000. Uh, you know, over 100,000 last year from opioids and, and drug addiction. Um, it's brutal. You know, I lost my best friend to this disease. I think that we've all lost people, you know, especially if you're if you're looking at this channel, your life has definitely been touched by drug addiction. Um, so, you know, a big part of it is just becoming honest, because when I first got introduced into these rooms and into these programs, you know, I had an issue with with the honesty part of was I actually an addict? You know, I didn't think that uh, I could be an addict. You know, I had a Superman complex about drugs and alcohol that you know, I wouldn't get addicted that, uh, you know, I'm not going to overdose, you know, that it can't happen to me for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, but when I became physically addicted to opiates, it became pretty blatantly obvious that I was a drug addict. And then, you know, that, that drug of choice, you know, hijacked my brain to where, you know, it hacked into my survival mechanism and made me feel like I had to get drugs at all costs, regardless of the consequences, you know, and we start to do things like steal from people that love us. We lie, cheat, manipulate. Uh, we're willing to do whatever it takes, you know, to get more drugs. Some people sell their bodies. Some people commit violent crimes, um, pawn their mother's jewelry, you know, all types of horrible things that you never thought you would do because you just want to get high one more time. And, you know, uh, for me personally, I remember only having $20 left and having no food, no gas, no nothing, and uh, choosing to spend that $20 on drugs because I needed to get outside of my head right now. I don't care about tomorrow. You know, tomorrow I'll figure out a way to get high tomorrow or figure out how to eat later. Um, but right now I, I have this $20 and I'm going to use it to get loaded. And, uh, you know, we talk about powerlessness in the first step of, of Narcotics Anonymous. And for me, that powerlessness, you know, when I was an alcoholic towards the end, I was a, I was a real bottom alcoholic and, you know, at the liquor store 6 a.m. every day. And I was not capable of staying sober no matter how bad I wanted to. And, and I wanted to be sober. You know, I had seen my life deteriorate. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion, you know, and I could not stop even though I wanted to. And, uh, you know, that's what that powerlessness looked like. And uh, the unmanageability was like losing jobs, burning bridges and all my relationships, uh, you know, losing cars, you know, not holding on to any money in and out of jail, you know, just a just a sham of a life, you know, no peace and serenity and uh, just a meager, just demoralizing, hopeless existence. And uh so if any of that resonates with you, you know, it's time to reach out for help. It's time to ask a higher power into your life and, and make that decision to, to get some help. Um, and there is help available, and that's a beautiful thing. That's what we're trying to do here on this podcast is give you help for free. And uh, obviously, if you need some professional assistance, that's highly recommended, whether that's, um, you know, a counselor or rehabilitation 
program or anything like that. If you're on the fence about, you know, your addiction um, or your, you know, your alcoholism, you know, I want to read you this piece out of chapter three of Alcoholics Anonymous, more about alcoholism. Most of us have been unwilling to admit we were real alcoholics. No person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. Therefore, it is not surprising that our drinking careers have been characterized by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Many pursue it into the gates of insanity or death. We learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. This is the first step in recovery. The delusion that we are like other people, or presently may be, has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. We know that no real alcoholic ever regains control. All of us felt that at times that we were regaining control. But such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control, which led in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization. We were convinced to a man that alcoholics of our type are in the grip of a progressive illness. Over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. We are like men who have lost their legs. They never grow new ones. Neither does there appear to be any kind of treatment which will make alcoholics of our kind like other men. We have tried every imaginable remedy. In some instances, there have been brief recovery, followed always by still worse relapse. Physicians who are familiar with alcoholism agree there is no such thing as making a normal drinker out of an alcoholic. Science may one day accomplish this, but it hasn't been done so yet. Despite all we can say, many who are real alcoholics are not going to believe they are in that class. By every form of self-deception and experimentation, they will try to prove themselves exemptions to the rule, therefore non-alcoholic. If anyone who is showing inability to control his drinking can do the right about face and drink like a gentleman, our hats are off to him. Heaven knows we have tried hard enough and long enough to drink like other people. Here are some of the methods we have tried. Drinking beer only, limiting the number of drinks, never drinking alone, never drinking in the morning, drinking only at home, never having it in the house, never drinking during business hours, drinking only at parties, switching from scotch to brandy, drinking only natural wines, agreeing to resign if ever drunk on the job, taking a trip, not taking a trip, swearing off forever with and without a solemn oath, taking more physical exercise, reading inspirational books, going to health farms and sanitariums, accepting voluntary commitment to asylums, we could increase the list at infinitum. We do not like to pronounce any individual as alcoholic, but you can quickly diagnose yourself. Step over to the nearest bar room and try some controlled drinking. Try to drink and stop abruptly. Try it more than once. It will not take you long for you to decide If you are honest with yourself about it, it may be worth a bad cause of the jitters if you get the full knowledge of your condition. And that's just it, you know. The great obsession of every abnormal drinker. We just wish we could drink like normal people. And I still do, you know. Sometimes it'd still be nice to have a beer. 
but uh, I know that I'm not capable. And I know that when I do, my life will eventually self-destruct. And, uh, and I no longer want to have to reach for drugs or alcohol to change the way that I feel. Um, you know, I want to be able to deal with life on life's terms and, uh, you know, be a person that's worth the shit. You know, I want to, you know, have a life of substance and meaning, and I don't have any of that when I drink. Um, and, you know, I've tried all of these things, you know, I've tried switching drugs for alcohol. I've tried switching drugs for marijuana, alcohol for marijuana. And eventually it always leads back to that hopeless and, you know, incomprehensible demoralization, you know, to where I can't have anything worth meaning in my life, uh, where I'm at the liquor store at 6 a.m. with change to get, you know, a pint of Taka vodka. And I don't even have a chaser, you know, where I'm just going to mix it with water just to change the way that I feel right now. And uh, because I'm physically addicted and I'm mentally and spiritually dead inside, you know. Um, so if, if you're feeling that way, there's a way out. And, uh, you know, if you're unsure about it, maybe try some controlled drinking, you know. Try to only have a couple beers and see where that gets you. Um, I'm not capable of doing it. And uh, most people that are real alcoholics are not. And, uh, you know, there's different levels of alcoholics. You know, there's problem drinkers and uh, there's real alcoholics. For some people, alcohol is the problem. You know, I have a cousin where he lives a totally normal life. But when he drinks, he becomes an alcoholic and he drinks alcoholically. Uh, once he starts, he cannot stop. And, uh, you know, he rages until he passes out. And, you know, and sometimes that can last days. And, uh, you know, it, it, it never works out the way that he wants it to. Um, but when you remove that alcohol, he's normal. Uh, he can live a normal, productive life. He's a productive member of society. Alcohol is the problem. Uh, for me, alcohol was the solution uh, to the way that I felt. I had created trauma in my life through the use of, of drugs and alcohol long enough to where uh, drugs and alcohol were the solution to the way that I felt. And uh, when I take the drugs and alcohol away, I still have these problems inside. And that's why I'm reaching for the drugs and alcohol in the first place. And when I do put in drugs and alcohol, my life gets worse. You know, I, I do things that I don't want to do. And, you know, I make terrible decisions and I just I destroy my life slowly or quickly, you know. Um, so we're trying to get to the point where we don't need drugs and alcohol to change the way that we feel anymore. We're OK with ourselves. We have some peace and serenity within ourselves and uh, and we feel OK. And, you know, that all starts with with asking a higher power to come into your life and to show you how to live clean and sober one day at a time. And if you need help, please reach out, you know, find a recovery program and, uh, you know, stick around and, and, and hang out with me and, and we'll get into some real recovery. Thank you guys. Victorious we became, but never forgot where we came from. Life or death, not a game. We came to change the lane. Recovery addicts, that's the name. Give yourself a break, just one day at a time. You were born to shine, so live and let love be forever. My sister, my brother, don't give in. Please remember, the lie is dead. We do recover. Welcome home.